Yo, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's March 30, Thursday, the 2017th. I've got no idea again. Hello, Warren Clark. <laughs> that was one of the better ones. You that was doing, that. I, I got confused with the American way of saying it, where we reverse the numbers a little bit. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, no, yeah, totally. We put on an accent like, yeah. Stu Farrell, um... I wanted to quickly bring something up. Now, I wrote this down yesterday because I've been trying to remember to talk about the weekend all week. Primarily so that I can say, by the way, Hmm. we did mention that I was, uh, (gasps) what? We didn't mention the the show sponsor yesterday. Oh, Oh, can I? Look, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) before we start the show, we should mention this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor. It's written down in front of me. I don't know why I didn't do it yesterday, but I'll do it today. The little book room down there on Nicholson Street, North Carlton, home of the Our Last Trip to the Market book launch this Saturday, the uh, 1st of April 2017, 3 p.m. Launched by the wonderful Stuart Farrell, I hear. The amazing... Uh, Stuart Farrell, and, uh, <laughs> someone from Alan and Unwin, and don't forget a special guest appearance from Mitch Vane, a person who draws for a crust. That is this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the uh, way you tell them. The launch, from, <laughs> the launch of our last trip to the market. Now, uh, Lozzie, you in fact sent me an email on Tuesday. It's probably yes. why I didn't think of it yesterday because uh, I was thinking it's not so important anymore. I think we're yeah. almost at capacity, aren't we? Well, I can't quite figure out what capacity is, Stu Farrell, but we have got a lot of people in that room. But that doesn't mean we can't, you know, you can, there's a RSVP list. So if you go to the thing, if you go to the Facebook page or like whatever, the the one that we've posted on the thing, then you can RSVP and then you can figure out if you're in. And also, I think they do waiting lists. So please don't worry about it. All right. We're into triple figures. So it's going to be a fun (laughs) afternoon. 3 p.m. Bring yes. the kids because uh, Lauren will be reading in a very condescending manner her book to the littlies and uh, while the, all the adults stand up back with their hip flocks. Now, Lauren, uh, I apologise, but you actually did a mini launch of this book. That's on, what uh, I was going to tell you. Yeah, so on the, on the weekend, I, know, I can't believe we forgot oh, yesterday. Um, sorry. Uh, I did, I think, put something up on Facebook about it yesterday, but um, okay. I don't think, or maybe I didn't. Anyway, point is, uh, hi. Yes, weekend. So I did that Darabin Kite Festival on the weekend. Now, right. I only got this gig because of a listener whose cotton God socks I just couldn't him. love anymore. Mm. Like, honestly, this is one of the most fun things I've done. Oh. Like, uh, without, even with or without doing the, uh, the book part of it. Like, it's the Darabin Kite Festival. The fact that there is such a thing as a kite festival mm. is just um, something, you know, I, it's a news to me. But it was great. It was really fantastic. It was a park in a part of Melbourne, out of, out of suburban, in a suburban, whatever, Melbourne. Middle ring um, now, it's called. Is it? And Reservoir. it was, and it was uh, just fantastic. And so what you had to do was I turned up and there was a storytelling tent. And I just love any place with a storytelling tent. Oh, yes. I, you know, in all those um, hippie festivals and things. Oh, the best. If there's a storytelling tent, I'm at the storytelling tent. For like you don't sure. even need to. Anyway, <laughs> you clearly are somewhere else. You're in another tent. Anyway. The beer selling tent, I think they call it. Anyway, so I went to this thing and I loved it because, first of all, the Listies, who are two of my favourite humans, mm. were, doing, were, were emceeing and they were doing their thing and then I got, a, got to read my book to some actual human children. All in the same tent? And 
Yeah, no, the yeah, listies right. were there first and yep, then they yep. and then they emceed, so they kind of introed me and then ah, right. I had this whole bunch of people, some of them I knew, which was amazing, some of them I didn't know. Anyway, point is a couple of people came down, a couple of listeners hey, came along. Great. And I wanted to say thank you. I said thank you to a couple of them there on the day, mm-hmm. but um I knew there were a few others there and I just wanted to say thanks very much for coming along and please do come on the weekend. But Stu Farrell, I did also want to raise this because oh. The following occurred, and this is just a little bit revealing as to the nature of uh, both my friendship with Stuart Farrell and just Stuart Farrell's life in general. I told you I couldn't make it. You couldn't make it. I didn't even. I didn't even clock why you couldn't make it. I couldn't. Didn't care because I don't care. You're my friend either way. I don't care. I'm not Mm. like you. I'm not judgy for things (laughs) like that. Well, I care. See, so Mm. you do care. It's true. You cannot be accused of not caring. Anyway, too much. So, I, the jackpot, it, it, you know, he's just across all this stuff. So, he's across like how to, so I'm selling the book, out, my book, out the front of the storytelling tent at this thing, right? Yeah. And signing and, it. But, and signing it, yeah. Have you got any left and, for the launch on Saturday? Yeah, but I'm not. That's a bookshop. So, that's their stock, right? But oh, I right. bought this stock myself. So, that it's me, my shop. I'm selling these books, right? Right. And so, I said to the jackpot, can you kind of get your head across that and you do that bit? And um, actually <laughs> recruited my sister as well. So, uh-huh. you guys are like the sales team. So, uh-huh. you figure all that out. And he said, yep, totally. He ordered this like thing that got delivered in the mail that you plug what? into your iPad and then you've got FPOS, uh-huh. right? And oh, really? Yeah, so we had FPOS. We're selling books to people who didn't have cash. Like, what did that it was cost? Great. Uh, the thing itself, uh, yeah. between fifty and hundred bucks, seventy, sixty bucks. Do you think it was worth a while? Actually, oh no, no, no! I think that was the expensive one. No, no, I think the one we got was less than that. And he said, "I wish we'd got the seventy dollar one because you can something or other. I don't know. Has some other thing. You're asking the wrong person. Is know. he going to sell it again now? Or are you going to keep it? No, I think we. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I think it was cheap enough that. It's probably a good idea to keep it because there might be other events like that. Anyway, chuck it in the – throw it over your shoulder. Chuck it out (laughs) the car window. Yeah. Anyway. Tend you at the movies, throw it against the wall. So he's doing that, right? He's Mm. got – he's across that. So in my head, I kind of went, phew, good. I don't have to think about that. And you know that I had a job as an events organizer. So it is completely ridiculous that I did that and didn't actually think – The egg and spoon race down high. It's called Law Week and I happened to cross Victoria (laughs) – and I organised it single-handedly, but never mind. <laughs> anyway, so I – but it comes to Sunday, mm. which is the day of the thing. thing. I'm due at the place at 1, right? Mm-hmm. At about – what time did I text you? 10, 11, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I thought, oh, we're going to need a float. Yeah, of course. Because not everybody's going to have a card. Maybe most people will, but like – that's a bit of a gamble. And so, and I don't have any cash on me at all, like not even 10 bucks because you know Rookie me, no mistake. cash McGee. Yeah. So I thought, well, what I could do is I could go to like, uh, I could go and get like a hundred bucks out here in $50 notes, hundred bucks, but it was Sunday. Hmm. So I was, I didn't know whether I thought maybe I could go to different supermarkets or like I had, mm. I was starting to formulate really stupid plans. Yeah. And so I did the old text Stu Farrell and say, what would Stu Farrell do in mm. this situation? And this is, it's great to have a friend like this. I've got a <laughs> couple of friends who, uh, who I can ask things like this of. But you, my friend, are the person for random things like this. <laughs> I texted you and I said, literally, 
Stu, this is my situation. What would Stu Farrell do? And the first smart-ass text came back said, <laughs> other than going to the bank on Friday and getting some cash out. And I was like stressed out of my mind at that point because I had to pack all these things and so all this other stuff. That. So I was like, cheers, yeah. dude. Yeah. Please tell me what you would actually do. And then, <clears throat> wait five minutes, you said. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm getting all the other stuff in the car. I'm getting really ready. And then this message comes in <laughs> and it says something along the lines of, you are to go to this pub on the corner of this street and this street. You are to ask for, I'll say, Janine, right? You are to ask for Janine. You are to, you will hand over this much cash and you will get this much cash in fives and this much cash in twenties. The password <laughs> is knickknack. That's right. Champion racehorse. Now, for those listening who know this, this is the racehorse that Stuart has some kind of like a financial part of, like in this mysterious James Bondy type way that he does, where he's like buys into things, and then like there was a boat that he owned half of, and then it sank into the sea, and then things like that. Anyway, so. I literally don't have time to ask you what this is. I don't have time to do any. I just had to trust that I was going to turn up to this place, this pub, and say, hello, is Janine here? Mm-hmm. And then I, like, really, the password's a joke, obviously. This is ridiculous. I texted you back, hilarious, but thanks, right? And I'm sprinting off. And I go to this pub and I walk into this pub. <laughs> and it's like everyone in the room, everyone in the room just goes, Phew. All the heads. They can smell a non-drinker. Oh, they totally smelled yeah. a non-drinker. They you were probably like, had a smile on this? your face. They could smell. You didn't. Want, you weren't desperate enough the, to get to the bar that Sunday the Earl morning. Earl Grey tea on mm, me, yeah. exactly. Anyway, and I went in, and they said, uh, and I said, "Hi, is um, Janine here?" And the chick goes, "No, no." I said, "Is your name Janine?" And she goes, "No." <laughs> And like I was the dodgiest woman in the world. She's like, like I was a cop. I felt like a cop. You're like probably, I felt like a cop. Like I'd a walked cop. in there and I was, and I was also like dressed in anyway. So I said, um, because, and she goes, how can I help you? Like it was honestly, it was <laughs> like I had done, <laughs> um, I said, well, my mate, what's your mate's name? Like really, I just went, this is not good. And yeah, all of a sudden, Melbourne. everybody was looking at me like the people who were on, all the like drinkers who were Trusties, like, they're in there in the morning. They're oh hard, my God. Hard crawlers. I thought, I actually thought to myself, did Stu Farrell tell them to get here 10 minutes ago <laughs> to stare me down? And she said, I said, look, my mate's name is Stu. And she went, Farrell? And I said, yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, my God. And she said, um, what's the password? <laughs> <laughs> said, nickname. Did she laugh at you? There was literally a snigger <laughs> from one of the people at the bar. And yeah. she said, yes. There we go. Or something like that. I thought, oh, my God. Anyway, then she gave me all this cash and she's like, no worries, doll. And I thought, just what is it? Anyway, that's halfway down the street and the jackpot goes, she's, she's short. She's, you're short of 50. 
you got to count the cash. Come on, rookie mistake. I didn't mistake. count the back cash because yeah. I, I said then I had to go back in and go, Nick knack. I didn't really say Nick knack <laughs> a second time. Nick but anyway, Stu Farrell, what on earth, what was the Nick knack for? Was that just to play with my mind? Well, that was the Sunday morning tax, wasn't it, Lauren Clark? You have to, uh, you have to give me some, I have to get some sort of amusement. I'm not going to charge you a commission a la Travelex. So that you, was. You know, uh, you know what, Stu Farrell? I'd almost prefer. <laughs> Judge <laughs> commission. I thought to myself, honestly, I could have just given the guy 50 bucks. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Stuart Farrell. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, you, no, you've been very helpful this podcast. Listen, um, I just want to quickly, it's <clears throat> a quick watch on your phone. Go get out of here. Got things to do today. But I just want to say that this is for nerds like me who are into the whole what gets you to sleep thing. Because I know I've recommended and a few people have actually set, thanked me for it. Mm. The um, Sleep With Me podcast that you can listen to, which is this guy mm. literally he talks like this and he says and you just go what? to sleep like yeah. he just tells like he says so sometimes what I like to do is I like to talk about the little little and just for some reason there's something about the tone of his voice you are just freaking out imagine like, going out with that guy oh my god he's, he's obviously realised that he's good at it because oh. it's just like bang straight away super popular anyway um, <clears throat> but there's also this thing that I used to use when I studied in the state library. As if you're in a library these days, contemporary library, there's none of this shush business. It's like, you know. Turn everyone, up your phone, please. It's stupid going it's to It's like put, put noise cancellation headphones on or just stop complaining, yeah, right? Yeah, what's your problem? Um, so I put these noise, I put these normal headphones in and I would listen to, because I wanted to work, I would listen hmm. to these there's this app that you get. I don't know. I don't even think I've still got it on my phone, but which had like brainwaves on it. Like, you know, that it had noises that kind of was um, like pink noise or white noise or they're like different. Like a tone. And it's a tone, but it's kind of like. And then it goes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like in waves. And they're designed to replicate the way your brain goes when it's relaxed. So you can pick the, pick the relaxed one or you can pick the study one or you can oh. pick the – and it makes your brain – your brain kind of catches up to the, to the beat of yep. the thing and then it kind of replicates it and then you're into this new zone of like listening, right? And I Here's don't an know uh, – Yeah, it's an app. I right. can't remember what it's called. If I can find out, I'll ask the jackpot to remind mm. me because I think he gave it to me. Anyway, it's – they reckon that the science of it's pretty interesting and that mm. kind of, um, you know, the gentle electric current kind of sound. The um, Anyway, the, if you're trying to sync it to a brain rhythm, then it works. Uh, anyway, no. this um, – the in The Atlantic, I just noticed an article about this, which is that participants played pink noise that was synchronised to their brain rhythms and they slept more deeply and had increased memory retention and they're starting to think that the way these are done um, is going to start having an impact on things like Alzheimer's, depression, pain, like chronic pain Mm -hmm. and that whole boosting creativity, sleeping better business and, you know, how we all need to sleep better. 
So, look, I'm going to post a link to that and I'll try and remember to post a link to the um, thing as well, the app, because I don't know if it's a placebo, but it seemed to work for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, that's how you can make your brain go to sleep even when you can't. Well, Lauren Clark, um, I've got an even better way to make your brain go to sleep. And that, that is to head along to the little book room this uh, Saturday, the 1st of April, Nickerson uh, Street, North Carlton. They are this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor and is the launch of Mitch Vane's uh, book, Our Last Trip to the Market. Uh, like I said, it's a stupidly small podcast event. And, uh, well, no, it's not. It's, it's, we're just sponsoring. No, they're sponsoring us. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but you have to RSVP. And the password is... Knickknack. <laughs> yeah. No. When you uh, when you come along, you'll get to Stu Farrell. Will be launching the book. So will you be signing it for people if they ask you to, Stu? <laughs> I won't be signing copies, as you know. I will be just introducing uh, the person from Alan and Unwin and yourself, and yes. uh, telling everyone else to shut up. And I'll be getting out of there and heading down to the pub. And, but I'm sure if you bring your uh, little ones down. Or if you just bring an adult that likes children's books or loves fantastic illustration or writing, you can go no further and go no better than this Saturday at the Little Crew, Nicholson Street, North Carlton. It's going to be a busy one, so get down in there early, but you must RSVP at Eventbrite or hit the Facebook page. Our last trip to the market is this week's Stupid Small Podcast Sponsor in conjunction with the Little Crew. Thank you. So good, Stu Farrell, so good. I love to hear it. I love to hear that title as if it's a thing in the world because it now is. It officially, is. By the yeah. way, officially today, yeah. I think it's today, you can go to any bookshop <gasps> and ask for it. Like you don't, yeah, it's in bookshops today. Can I? Uh, like you know how it's on pre-order. <clears throat> Should I speak to you off air or any chance of me getting a copy? <laughs> yeah, I forgot to give you a copy when you came yeah. down last time. Yeah, last couple of times. Oh, <laughs> you've got one up there somewhere for you. I'd... Oh, sure. get Someone, out Someone's of it. at home reading a thing to their kid tonight that bought it at the... Uh, the Kite Festival last week again. Okay? Yeah, I that's was just right. too, too stupid. Too Thanks stu- for everything. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> anyway, Lauren Clark. Yes. Uh, well, let's not tell them where to find it because we got to go. We but, do. Uh, we've got one more, two more sleeps. Ooh, I keep thinking it's tomorrow, it's Saturday. And then the big one. The big one, my friend. All right, Stu Farrell, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, thank you very much. And you can find us at Stupidly Big in the world. Uh, see you tomorrow. No doubt. Bye bye.